Welcome back to another episode of the Keep Going Cat Podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about how the stories that you tell about yourself create your life and how to create new ones. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's jump right into it. So many of us have these stories that we tell about ourselves, whether it be positive or a negative. And I believe that all people have two types of stories that they do tell about themselves. For example, the story of, well, I just can't follow through and I just try something and I just can't seem to stick with it. Or I am not a morning person. I can't get up early. Or I'm not confident enough to approach the person that I like because I'm not confident. These stories that we tell about ourselves may be true. However, it doesn't mean that you can't rewrite the story. So if you are someone who is constantly telling the story of, I'm unable to follow through on my goals, I set a goal, and then I'm unable to make it happen for myself, then you're probably right. If that is the story that you have told and the story that you believe, then that story will continue to be true. Now, in that sticky point of wanting to change and actually making the change is where this kind of magical work can happen, but it truly requires you looking at yourself objectively and knowing what are the bullshit stories that I have been telling about myself that are untrue. Some of these stories or things that we feel like are negative, you know, our negative inner voices are things that have been given us given to us by other people. Like it might have been a teacher at one point telling you that you were unable to do something and then you internalize that story and now that is the story that you continue to tell. But at any point you can decide, I'm going to rewrite the story. I'm going to choose to live my life differently. In my life, I had many stories that I would tell about myself that I was uncoordinated, that I was unathletic, that I was unable to work out, that that was just how my body looked. These were all these different stories that I told about myself. And as I stepped into the best version of my life and decided to transform, I realized that those stories that I was telling about myself were not only holding me back, but they weren't true. There was no truth to any of these stories. They were just these fabrications of anxiety and fears and like past trauma that have just kind of rolled themselves into these stories that created like what felt like barriers of what I would and wouldn't do within my life. So as you go into a new goal, stop and start to identify what are some of the stories that I have already told myself about this goal that are probably untrue? What are some of my biggest fears that could happen as a result of me going for this goal? If you can identify the stories that are untrue and start to write new ones, and if you can start to change that inner voice that says, no, I can't, and start to replace it with, a voice of possibility of what would happen if. So when we think about like the scariest, biggest thing that could happen, like for example, when I was starting Keep Going Cat, I literally started a separate account from my own personal Instagram to continue to share my transformation because it was palpable how 
my family was not supporting me or my friends were not supporting me. Like it was awkward. And so I'm like, I'm going to go and create a separate account so I can be like semi-anonymous, which is really funny now because now that account and my channels have grown to thousands and thousands of people following along with me. But my biggest fear was that someone was going to see me and see what I was doing and talk crap about me, make fun of me, talk behind my back, which all of those things did actually end up happening. However, once I actually experienced like some of those things that were like big fears of mine and I realized I didn't die, <laughs> it wasn't that scary. Then I was like, well, what other stories am I telling myself that I can kind of rewrite and change the narrative of? And let's, I actually want to go back to that of, of identifying what your biggest fears are. I think with anything, if you have like a mega goal, if you can identify like what are my biggest fears that are holding me back from going for this goal, if you can identify what those things are and you just get super comfortable with that fear of like, okay, well, like, you know, say if you're a musician and you're like, I'm going to play my first gig and I'm going to, you know, invite people and I'm going to play this show. And maybe in your mind, like worst case scenario is like nobody shows up. What, what, what would happen then? What would you do in that moment? Would you still get on stage and like play for the restaurant staff? Would you pack your shit and go home? <laughs> like what, how, what, how would you handle it? If you can get ultra clear on what you would do in your biggest, scariest, ickiest fear, it becomes less of a monster. You're like, well, okay. So for me, when I identified, what are the biggest fears of that is holding me back from sharing my, my information, from making my account public, for starting the blog? And so much of that was like being afraid of what other people would think of me. And that would have held me back from starting the business that I have now and changing thousands of lives and creating the community that I have. So the stories that I was telling myself and my fear could have literally kept you from sitting here and be listening to this podcast. Like we wouldn't be listening to it had I surrendered to those fears and continued to tell those stories about myself. I've recently started getting up super early, like 4.30ish, my alarm's getting up, I'm going to the bathroom, getting myself dressed, and then I'm up and at it at 5 a.m. Now, old cat, like not even that long ago cat, was openly telling the story of, I am not a morning person. <laughs> my brain doesn't work well in the morning. I am a night owl. I thrive late at night, you know. And now I'm looking back, I'm realizing I was robbing myself of such an incredible time and space that I now have to myself. So that story of I am not a morning person, I don't don't work well in the morning was keeping me from having this like magical golden few hours of time before my kids were up, before my husband was awake to center myself, to journal, to to read, to you know whatever it might be. And now that I have rewritten that story and I go, "No, I am capable of getting up." It just requires me creating a few new habits and rituals and that's not a problem for me. Now, I truly believe now that if I put my mind towards something and I want to achieve something, I can get to that goal if I can nail down the habits, rituals, and routines. 
Like, I think that if you can look at whatever goal, reverse engineer and start to look at whatever the process is that that person did to get to there, that you can do it. But if you're so busy telling yourself all of these old stories and all of these negative beliefs about yourself, you're not going to be able to step into that next level version of yourself. So as you're going into things, ask, what would the best version of myself do today? What would that highest operating version of myself do? Would it be to get up earlier? Would it be to get the workout in? Would it be to put yourself out there? Now, we get so caught up in this negative mindset version of ourselves that we completely remove all of the possibilities of what could happen. Negative thinking can significantly hinder your ability to achieve your goals. You are undermining your motivation, your self-esteem, and your focus. So when you're consistently engaging in negative self-talk, you've created this mental framework that reinforces negative beliefs about yourself and your abilities, and that can lead to even more self-doubt and procrastination and even depression. And I find this fascinating. A study published in the Journal of Psychosomatic Research found that negative thinking patterns are associated with increased levels of stress and cortisol. And that is the hormone that is linked to a range of health problems, including heart disease and obesity. And another study published in the Journal of Occupational and Organizational Psychology found that negative thinking is a significant predictor of job burnout, which can lead to decreased job satisfaction. So if you're like, I want to get a raise, but you're constantly telling yourself the story of, I am not good at what I do. I'm not as smart as anybody else in the room. I'm not confident enough to speak out and give you know my ideas to my boss that is going to literally affect your job performance. So it's another, like there's so many studies and things that have come out about this. So another one, a journal of personality and social psychology found that people who engage in negative self-talk are less likely to achieve their goals compared to those who use positive self-talk or no self-talk at all. So you would be better literally doing zero self-talk than you are in negative self-talk. Negative self-talk can reduce your motivation and increase your anxiety and literally lead to a decreased likelihood of you taking action toward your goal. So if you are so busy thinking negatively about the outcome or what might happen on the road to your goal, you're, you're probably not even going to even try or begin. And changing the pattern of negative self-talk, especially if this is the inner dialogue that you maybe have had with yourself since you were a child, decades long of this negative self-belief can be so deeply rooted that it's not going to happen overnight. So you could decide today, I am not going to talk crap to myself anymore. I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to start to think more positively. Remember, it's okay if those negative thoughts slip up, but I think that it's really important in that moment to identify is this story true or is this a BS story that's just swirling around in my brain? And I think sometimes people put too much weight on their thoughts when your brain is just like shooting out a bunch of random stuff constantly. And if we surrender to that pattern, it's like once the train is going of the negative thought, it, it can't stop. It's kind of like when you have a workplace and then like one negative person comes into that workplace and then it just spreads to everyone it 
a negative thought can be like that. It just snowballs and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So at first, practicing positive self-talk, especially if you have been bullying yourself your entire life, is going to feel really awkward. I remember like some of the first times that I tried to like speak positively to myself in the mirror or do affirmations. I literally like started laughing because I felt so freaking silly. But it's because normally I would look in the mirror and be like, you are fat bitch. Like what is happening? I'd be like focusing on myself in this negative way. And early on in my fitness journey, I started to learn about mantra and affirmations and positive self-talk and how it is literally rooted in science. So what can feel very woo-woo and like ethereal of like meditation and self-talk can also be shown in, in these human trials that it makes a significant difference. Negative thinking can have a detrimental effect on your mental and physical health, as well as your ability to achieve your goals. So it's important to be mindful of your thought patterns and try to reframe negative thoughts as positive ones to help you stay motivated. So as those negative thoughts come up, see if you can flip it on yourself the same way you probably do to a friend. So if they come to you and they're like, I'm just lazy and I, you know, I'm not motivated. And I just can't seem to follow through on anything. You'd be like, that's not true. Like life's been really busy for you. Work's been crazy or you've had this, this or going on. Maybe you want to try doing it like this. So when you are looking at yourself, we can be so zoomed in and only be focusing on the negatives where if you can kind of zoom out and go, what is true and what is not true? What is the BS stories that I'm telling myself and how can I kind of get out of my comfort zone and just try, just see what can happen. And then as you go into those settings and you see what can happen, what's the worst that can happen? And it's probably not that bad. So positive mantras, in my opinion, are the best place to start because you are literally repeating, the, you are replacing your negative self-talk with positive. So Positive mantras are just phrases or statements that are repeated with the intention of promoting positive thinking. The science behind positive mantras though is rooted in the concept of neuroplasticity. So this is the brain's ability to reorganize itself and create new neural connections throughout our lives. So when you repeat positive mantras to yourself, you're essentially rewiring your brain to think more positively. This is because the more we repeat a certain thought or behavior, the stronger the neural connections are associated with that thought or that behavior. And so research has shown that positive mantras can have such a range of benefits from reducing your stress, your anxiety, increased self-esteem, and improved mood. So for example, the Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology found that participants who use positive self-statements experience a significant decrease in depressive symptoms. So Yes, some people will need medication no matter what for their depression, but you can literally have a significant decrease in your depressive symptoms, which I think is fascinating. Um, There was another really interesting study uh, in the Journal of Mindfulness that found that participants who repeated a positive mantra during mindfulness meditation reported greater feelings of well-being. So if you are already someone that's taking the time to meditate, Finding a positive mantra that is aligned with your goals or the changes that you want to make can 
make a really big difference. The science behind positive mantras is based in this concept of neuroplasticity that we can rewire our brains, which I think is so cool that we can go into our brain and literally train it to think in a different way, to feel less anxiety, to feel less stressed. Starting positive mantra practice can be a very simple and effective way to promote positive thinking. And to start, you should identify your negative self-talk. The first step in starting a positive mantra is to identify the negative one. So pay attention, notice your thoughts when you are engaging in self-criticism or negative thinking. And then choose a positive mantra that is going to help you support that negative self-talk and to reduce it. So if you, for example, if you're like, I'm not good enough, a positive mantra could be, I am worthy, I am capable. And then once you have chosen your positive mantra, begin repeating it to yourself. And you can do this silently or you can say it out loud, but repeating that mantra whenever you notice negative self-talk creeping up or just when you need a boost of positivity. And positive mantra practice is most effective if it's done regularly. So if you can anchor it to another habit, if you wake up every morning and you go straight to brushing your teeth, then you could repeat this positive mantra for the duration of you brushing your teeth. It could be when you walk the dog or take your vitamins, but anchoring it to another habit is very helpful. I also think if there's a time of day that you tend to feel more stressed or anxious, so If you are a worrier before bed, that could be a good time or really just whenever these feelings of anxiety come up. The most important thing though is believing in the power of your positive mantra. So you have to trust that repeating this positive affirmation can make a real difference in your mindset. So remember positive mantra practice, this is just one tool for promoting positive thinking and reducing negative self-talk. It is very important to identify underlying issues or negative patterns of thinking that might be contributing to this negative self-talk. The stories that we tell about ourselves create our life. They create your personal narratives, the beliefs that you hold about who you are and what you're capable of achieving. These narratives are based in our experiences and our perceptions and our interpretations of the world around us. But these stories create our life because they shape our thoughts and our behaviors and our emotions. And this ultimately influences our actions and the outcome of what we experience. When we tell ourselves positive stories, we are so much more likely to have positive emotions and behaviors and thoughts. So for example, if you believe you are capable of achieving your goals, you are so much more likely to take action towards them and persevere through challenges that might come up because you believe that you are able. This leads to a huge sense of accomplishment and increased self-esteem and greater life satisfaction overall. And when we tell ourselves negative stories, we are likely to have those negative thoughts and emotions and behaviors. And then you are going to believe that you're not good enough and that you're destined to fail. And then that leads to more self-doubt and decreased self-esteem and overall less life satisfaction. Our personal narratives are not fixed. You can change over time, but you have to be willing to look at yourself objectively. 
with self-reflection and become aware of these stories, then you can make this conscious effort to reframe the negative stories and turn them into more positive ones. When you change the stories that you tell, you change your life. To wrap up this episode, I want to give you 10 positive mantras for health that you can choose to use, or you can use one of them or all of them, none of them, whatever feels good to you. But we are going to wrap up with this so you have something to take into your day. My body is strong and healthy. I honor my body by nourishing it with healthy food and exercise. I trust in my body's ability to heal and regenerate. Every day, in every way, I am getting healthier and stronger. My mind and body are in perfect harmony, promoting optimal health. I am grateful for my body and treat it with love and respect. I prioritize self-care and make choices that support my physical and mental health. My body is a temple and I treat it as such. I release any negative thoughts or beliefs about my health and embrace positivity. I am in control of my health and take responsibility for my well-being. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keep Going Cat podcast. I hope you found it informative and engaging. And if you enjoy the show, please leave me a review or a rating on whatever platform that you are listening from. And do not forget to subscribe. I am releasing podcasts every Tuesday, so stay tuned. I have some incredible experts in their field coming up in the coming weeks. So until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day. Drink lots of water. I love you all. Bye.